0: We are the rookie phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man Webb. What up, people? This is one of my favorite shows we are ever going to do. This is the NBA Cornerstone Draft Show. Webb, are you ready for today's show? I don't want to be because it's one of your favorites. But yes, I'm ready. You hate people having fun, that is true. It's something you do not enjoy. We do have to discuss a few things before we get to the draft and Again, this is one of my favorite topics. The Los Angeles Lakers, Webb. They are failing like failures. They have lost four in a row, twice to the lowly Clippers. They lost to the, the Dallas Mavericks, who Webb keeps saying sucks. They lost to the New Orleans Pelicans, the team Anthony Davis couldn't run away fast enough from. They are currently the nine seed, only two games up over Portland. They could miss the play-in game. They're only three and a half games up over San Antonio for the twelve seed. Web, what is wrong with your team? Why is it so garbage?
1: Well, one we're missing Antonio Anthony Davis, so that's a big factor. He's a huge; it's one of the best players in the NBA, and he's you know he's been gone for quite a while. Uh, the team's not playing very well at all. Uh, LeBron stopped padding, so his numbers actually look I think better than they really are. Um, but it's been bad. We got swept by the Clippers this season, and the defense has been atrocious. Um, I don't know. We, we, we got blown up by new Orleans. So I have no excuse for that. Dallas. We should have won. Uh, I'd say two or three of three of those Clipper games. We should have won. Uh, it was, what was the score at halftime last night? It was 65, 71, I think 71, 65 in favor of the Clippers. And then it was like 90 to 65. It was real bad. You're not making
0: this sound good for for the Lakers' web. You're making it sound worse and worse as you keep talking. I'm not.
1: I'm not worried. Last year you asked me (laughs) (laughs) nothing to be concerned about. No, thank God for the playing game. Uh, Last year you asked me how I felt about the playing game, and I said, you know, it really matters. You know what side of the fence you sit on in terms of your team success. If you're in the one to four or five seed, you don't care at all. But if you're like seven to eight seed, you're pissed off because you want to get in the playoffs the old fashioned way. You don't want to have to play to make it. As a as a, a fan of a team in the ninth seed, I'm cool with the playing game. I have to win two games and we're in. That's fine. None of those teams that are hovering scare me. I told Coop that yesterday. So I'm not even worried. Even if we could drop to ten, there's no real difference between the nine and the ten. You yeah. you, you know you still have to play two games. you still have to win two games uh, to, to make it. So Let me ask you worry. a
0: question. Let me ask you a question, okay? When the Lakers were the seven or 8th seed, LeBron was completely against the play-in game. Thought it was ridiculous. They shouldn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. So why is it okay if you guys are the ninth seed this year that play in the play-in game? Shouldn't he sit it out as a form of protest to say how terrible the system is? Because he was so against it? And
1: and, and that's just how it works. That, that's how people are. It's the same thing with... Uh... Sean McDermott and the Bills, when it works against you, you wanna protest it, and when it works for you, you're silent and you're you're in agreement with it. I agreed. Any anyone who's disadvantaged by the playing game is gonna to make as much noise as they can and 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 protest it. Last year, Luka Doncic and the Mavs were talking about how it's not fair uh about the playing game. This year they're right now they're what the five seed. They're pretty silent on it because they don't have anything to worry about. So it just depends on your on your vantage point. Uh, if, you're, if you're in a situation where you can be affected by this negatively, then you're, you're going to weigh in on it. And when it doesn't affect you, you're going to be silent. I've been Let pretty me- consistent with the playing game. I said, I think it just matters your situ- what situation you're in, what you're going to say.
0: Let me ask you a serious question. I mean, I'll remove the Lakers' hypocrisy and LeBron's hypocrisy from the question and what a just a terrible person you are. How many Hall of Fames is enough for the Los Angeles Lakers? You say your team's struggling. You have like five guys that are going right into the Hall of Fame. Is that not enough for the Lakers? Because I see teams with zero guys going to the Hall of Fame, just so much better than you guys. So what is it? Why is your team so terrible with just Hall of Famers all throughout the roster? It's
1: like five guys going right in. Now I'm going to call you out because when the Lakers acquired those hall of famers those hall of famers being dwight mellow and uh russ straight to the hall yep i agree you were saying lakers are the oldest team in basketball it's not gonna work all the guys we got um get the early bird special at restaurants you went in on the Lakers. i did make that (laughs) joke it was a good joke
0: you went (laughs) in on the lakers
1: so now you can't come and say you know like how can Lakers find themselves in this, this situation? It seemed like you predicted failure or you Did. predicted this being very disappointing. Yep. I, I saw yesterday that, that uh, Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, who's like a huge Laker fan over the years, said this is the most disappointing season in Laker history. I don't agree with that. One, because the season's not over. So we don't know what the outcome is yet. I think, I still think the Dwight Howard, Steve Nash was more disappointing than this. Um, yes,
0: that was worse for sure. Yeah. And I rem I remember specifically talking to you. I was in a drive through, and I called you or you called me and you were like, We got Steve Nash, we're getting the title. Like I remember this phone call vividly.
1: <laughs> I was oh. like, All right, man. <laughs> that was like ten years ago, yeah. Yeah. we have been friends for way too long. <laughs> yeah. And, and and another one that was not as disappointing as this one, but probably is like a uh Third is when we got Malone and, and Peyton. And those guys barely played because they were hurt. Well, no, Peyton played a lot, but Malone was hurt uh, quite a bit. Shaq was hurt. A lot of guys were hurt. And then ultimately we lost to Detroit, which was one of the biggest upsets I've ever seen in my life in sports. Yeah, but, I don't think you can say
0: a team is like it's disappointing if you lose the championship the, the finals. Like you still had a good yeah. season, it, it ended badly, and that's disappointing. But you you still got there, and then injuries yeah, kind of killed there. you
1: yeah right that's why that's why it wouldn't be as dis- it wouldn't be as disappointing as this season or the dwight Howard season because we still made it, even though we, i think we Lakers finished in like fourth in the season, and they barely made it there um barely won the, the division uh but yeah, the Lakers have been bad the off the defense is terrible. There was i think a six minute stretch yesterday in the third quarter where the Lakers did not score like no no free throws nothing. Not even – no field goals, no free throws, nothing. Did not score. But, but Webb, you have
0: THT, a guy you said was uh, a steal of the draft and a great player in the future of the Lakers. What happened to that guy? THT. Uh, You didn't even call him by his name, which is Talon Horton Tucker, which is a nerd's name, by the way. You called him THT. Like, what happened to these guys, Webb, that were Avery Bradley, great defense. Russell Westbrook, he was the MVP. What happened to all these guys, Webb? What happened to this Laker magic?
1: What happened? Yeah, it looks like the the locker room these guys are just, like one of our bright spots this season has been Austin Reeves, honestly. Which is, you know, take it for what it is. But, yeah, the team has not played well together. Haven't rebounded well lately. Can't shoot the three well. It's Melo and Malik Monk. Sometimes LeBron. Uh, Kendrick Nunn has not played for us yet. Um, it's been, re- it's been really bad. And, and, and we have, uh, one of the toughest schedules coming up, um, in terms of opponent winning percentage. So it's going to be interesting, but we'll make it. I'm not worried. Sure. I
0: I watched the game with the Clippers last night and I think it was LeBron passed it to Austin Reeves in the corner and the Clippers, I think it was like the first play of the game and the Clippers didn't even try to defend it. Like, all right, go ahead shoot it. And I was like, the disrespect, and he hit the shot. But he's your best shooter, and the Clippers don't even try to cover him or guard him. This is bad for your team. It's not good. Yeah, they Pick don't a respect team. him. Pick a new team. I,
1: in, in, no, never. One of the worst, the hardest things to watch is to or to hear is how how well LeBron's playing and how badly the rest of the Lakers are playing. Because I feel like LeBron can never get any flack. I'm not saying it's his fault that the Lakers are doing poorly. I'm just saying the stats are inflated. Like he he scores in a lot of garbage time, because for whatever reason, Frank Vogel has LeBron on the court when the Lakers are down like 30, 35 with like a few minutes left. Because he's the coach. LeBron is the coach. (laughs) And I'm going to say specifically, the
0: Lakers being bad right now is 1,000% LeBron's fault. He is the one that made you trade all of your assets for Anthony Davis and trade all of your assets for Russell Westbrook. You didn't have to do that. If you just didn't get Russell Westbrook, you're a better team right now, for sure. Westbrook has been bad. Vogel does not want to play him in the fourth quarter. He doesn't defend. Having guys that could play would be really
1: helpful right now.
0: And uh LeBron's the general manager and it did not work out.
1: Yeah, I I don't disagree with what you're saying. Um I I meant more in terms of LeBron's play on the court hasn't been the reason. But like off the court, the decisions that he influences or makes, yeah, I agree with that, but no one wants to criticize him. It's like LeBron kind of makes his bed and he lies in it, but um, no one really wants to criticize that. And then when things get hard for LeBron, you know he wants to run.
0: That is his go-to move. I've criticized the Lakers left enough today. Let's move on to someone who else who also likes to run. James Harden ran right into the loving embrace of Joel Embiid, and they created magic together. They have played three games together in those games. Embiid has scored 27 37 and 34 Harden has scored 26 29 and 27 that hamstring seems to be all better all of those games were wins they have combined in those three games for like a hundred and 180 points in three games I don't know how good your math is but that's really good are you surprised it's it's gelling so well so quickly
1: no not really because uh James Harden is one of the best players in the league. Embiid, the same thing. I didn't really see much of a um, like a, a learning curve or like a, a growing pains for it, for them to gel. I thought it was going to be pretty quick, especially when you had – it was Embiid, and then it was a huge step down to Tobias Harris and then uh, uh, Tyrese Maxey. So I think there was a lot of opportunity for Harden to, uh, to uh, handle the ball, to get a lot of usage. I think I saw a stat that Embiid and Harden are the first duo to have their first three games with at least 25 points or more um, in NBA history. Uh, so that was that was pretty cool to see, even though I don't like how they came together, which I've said many times because I think it's gonna it's it's something that shouldn't have been allowed uh, based on how Harden, like you said, likes to run. And how he likes to sabotage teams and just quit. He shouldn't be rewarded for that.
0: I agree with that. It should not be rewarded. But I am really enjoying it. Watch. I'm enjoying watching it be rewarded. I love Joel Embiid. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Everybody knows it's John Morant, Trey Young, and Joel Embiid. My three guys. (laughs) Uh, Just I've always I've always rode and Devin Booker obviously Devin Booker too. I forgot about him. But I've always rode for those guys. And on that list, Embiid is actually the one guy I really do like. I'm so happy that he has someone that isn't Ben Simmons right now. I was a big Ben Simmons guy. And over the last year, I think he is... It's him or Kyrie for the guy I would least like to have on my team. Who's worse, Kyrie or Ben Simmons
1: to you? Simmons, 100%. Because Kyrie's on the court play, I don't criticize that. I, I love him as a player.
0: I mean, just being around them, though. not Not play on the court, around them... Personality-wise, who would you least like to be around? It's close between those two guys, I think.
1: They're both trash. I feel like I don't really know. I feel like Simmons could be quiet, but do things to piss you off. I feel like Kyrie's outspoken, and they both seem very selfish. Um, So I don't know who's worse to be around. I imagine Simmons, Simmons seems pretty passive to me. I don't know. I honestly don't know.
0: I think day to day, Kyrie would bother me more, but Simmons is things I could never forgive. Like the quitting on the team, yeah. the refusing that layup, like just the going to practice and not talking to Embiid for four months. I think I couldn't forgive that. Kyrie would bother me every day because he's ridiculous, but I'd be like, ah, it's just Kyrie being Kyrie. Ben Simmons is worse.
1: Yeah, maybe. But he's going to get rewarded too because they're going to make the playoffs and uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, you know, what, probably one of those three, th- three teams. Milwaukee, Brooklyn, or Philly that go to the finals. So
0: okay. I went and looked it up in our preseason picks who I chose for MVP. Do you remember who I chose in the preseason when we first did the picks? Do you remember? Because I did not remember who I picked.
1: Maybe Embiid?
0: I, I don't remember. It was Embiid. So I'm feeling yeah. pretty good right now about that choice. Really? I, I think he doesn't
1: get it now because of the Harden trade. I think that hurts him now.
0: I think he'll be in the conversation, and I was worried about the missed games that he wouldn't be. I think the MB- MVP right now is Jokic, Embiid, or Ja probably, right? Those are the three guys. Yeah. So that's a 33% chance. I'll take those odds. It's pretty good.
1: I mean, uh, I wouldn't count on Giannis either if Embiid gets think, hurt. Yeah.
0: I don't think they'll give it to Giannis, though, just because he's already won twice. They'll want some some new blood.
1: Yeah, maybe. I think they definitely want new blood. That's why Ja Morant's all over the place in terms of the, the coverage. Um,
0: he, he's earned it, bud. He's earned it. Come on. Well,
1: I, I was the one that called John Morant for MVP at the beginning of the season. I'm just saying, like, if he had won it two times, I don't think they would have been talking about him like
0: that. Hey, Webb, really quickly. Who drafted John Morant in our fantasy league? Was it you or was it me? It was you. You took him. in the Exactly. Round. Huge John Morant guy. I believed in him. You did not. If you thought he was the MVP, he's a first-round pick. You shunned John Morant. Don't jump on his hype train now. It's pathetic.
1: I created the hype train. Let's stop this last year in the bubble. (laughs) I constructed the hype train when I said Memphis was going to, was going to make it to the playoffs. I was on it. Okay, sure.
0: So what do you think is Philadelphia's upside? Like, are they the best team in the East now with Harden and Embiid? I'm going to give you a step before you say anything over the last three games, they've averaged 128 points over the season. The best team is averaging 114
1: points a game. Uh, no, I wouldn't say so because the the caliber of opponents hasn't been that good. They played the Knicks last. Who else did they play other than that? I don't played the they Knicks played...
0: twice and Minnesota.
1: Yeah, so take that with a grain of salt uh, in terms of the margin of victory and the amount of points that they scored. The Knicks are really bad. Minnesota sucks. I don't care if they're the 7th seed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're not good. So, like, let me see how they match up with Milwaukee, who I think is the best team in the Eastern Conference. Um, I want to see how they do against Toronto. I want to see how they do against uh, Brooklyn when Brooklyn's at full strength. And I want to see how they play against Miami.
0: Their last game before they got Harden, or before Harden played, was against Milwaukee, and they beat them. They beat Milwaukee 123 to 120. So, they're making moves. I love this Philly team. I think as of today, they are my pick for the Eastern Conference team in the Finals.
1: That, well, that certainly changed in two days, Coop, because you, you, you said you said Milwaukee was the team to beat two days ago. Three days ago, sorry. Harden <laughs> and Embiid, and I
0: didn't think they would gel together this quickly. I didn't see this happening so easily. You're amazing. And I'll
1: still, I'll still uh, stick with Milwaukee for now. You would.
0: Okay, let's talk about another team that wants to be in the Finals. Kevin Durant returned from almost a two month injury, a month and a half that he's been out. He had 31 points last night and a loss to Miami. Brooklyn is currently the eighth seed, a game up on Atlanta and Charlotte. So they are not a guaranteed playoff spot at all right now. What do you think? What do you expect from Durant going forward? And what do you think will happen with Brooklyn going forward?
1: I think KD is going to put the MVP level that he was playing at before. I always said he's not always, but for the last couple of years, I said that he was the the greatest offensive weapon of all time. I still think that he's, you can't stop this guy. Injury or no injury. Uh, He gets hurt quite a bit, but he's going to come back. He's going to pull up from 30, as Stephen A. would say. Um, I think Brooklyn will be fine going into the playoffs as long as they uh, stay healthy. Uh, Kyrie still, he he still can't play in New York, regardless, uh, even with the new Vaccine laws.
0: I think that's going to change soon. I think it's a matter of time, like a week or two probably, before that gets removed as well. I think.
1: Yeah, well, until they do, like, that's going to be tough for uh, the playoffs. The playoffs start next month, and um, that would suck for a series if he couldn't play, Uh, you know.
0: And it got announced, I think, yesterday that Joe Harris is out for the season, which is not great for the, the Brooklyn Chances.
1: He I honestly one of, forgot about him.
0: He's been out basically all season.
1: Yeah. That's not a big injury. That's not a big hit to me. He's one of the best shooters in basketball when he's right.
0: He's an elite yeah. shooter.
1: Yeah, but they got Cam Thomas. They have Patty Mills. They have Kyrie. I think they they got, have a losing record, is what you wanted to say, I think. I think you got that confused. <laughs> and now they have Katie back. I think it'll be okay. Uh, I mean, Jordan, Joe Harris could definitely help, but he wasn't there all season, and they were also doing really well without him before KD went down.
0: I am very concerned for this team. I'm not sure how healthy Kevin Durant's going to stay all season. I heard something from Wilbon that Kevin Durant told him that was, it takes a while for teams to gel together. When you come And when you come back from an injury, you're not the same guy right away. So it might take him two or three weeks to get up to his levels. And with the roster around him, I think this team could fall out of the play-in game. I'm not saying they will, but I wouldn't be shocked to see them fall down. I really wouldn't.
1: Yeah, The only way I could see them falling out of the play-in game is, uh, well, they'd have to lose twice at the eight seed. They stay at the eight seed. So I'm I'm not really worried about them losing twice. You know, unless there's injuries, that's the only reason. uh, That's the only thing I can see.
0: I'm saying they could fall to the 11th seed. Oh, I don't. They're only two and a half games up over the 11th seed right now. That's fairly, very very close. If,
1: yeah, I'd be surprised if that happens. And and KD yesterday he, I believe he broke a record for the best offensive performance after missing more than 15 games. Something to something like that. Some arbitrary stat. Some nonsense he, stat that makes that's completely made up. Yeah. 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 Some nonsense <laughs> stat that someone had to look up to earn their pay. So. I hate those people, by the way.
0: Those people are garbage. They just make those stats up for nothing. <laughs> he had the best scoring performance after he had a hamburger for dinner on a Thursday. Shut up. Nobody cares. That's pretty much what it was. Ridiculous. So you have faith in, in Brooklyn. I have a little less faith in Brooklyn. I have faith in them I, to make the playoffs. I yes. am rooting for them to lose early. I, I, I don't want to see Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving or Hoard at all
1: this season. I really don't. That's how I feel about Philly as well. I don't want Brooklyn or Philly to really make it, to be honest. I love Embiid, but I don't like the Harden thing. And I'm not blaming Embiid for that, but Harden's on his team. I, I'm sorry, man. It's, it's, it's going to just open the floodgates for people demanding to be um, moved. I mean, but if Ben Simmons was playing, I don't think this would have
0: happened with Harden. I think Harden, like, Simmons did this to himself. They put, he put Philly in the situation. Philly made the best of a bad situation. What were they supposed to do? Say no to James Harden? Like you, got, you got to do it.
1: I mean, I think I think Philly, I think Harden still would have wanted off of of Brooklyn. I don't know if he could have gotten to Philly, but he still would have wanted to be out of Brooklyn. That the, the Simmons thing just made it easier for him to go to Philly, but he might have wanted to go to another team.
0: Yeah, that's true. All I'm saying is Philly are definitely going to win the title this year. That's a guarantee. Okay, Webber. Well, let's move on to. A thing you and I both love to hate, I think almost equally. It has been a shared passion of ours for probably a decade. Bradley Beal is leaning towards taking the Supermax from Washington. His words, Beal can sign a five-year deal with Washington for $241.6 million or a 4 deal from a different team for $179.1 million. You and I share the opinion. He is going to sign that deal and then ask to be traded nearly immediately. Do you think Bradley Beal should be allowed to sign this contract and then do that?
1: Uh So once he signs, I think there is some restriction on when they can trade him, but there's no restriction as to when he can request the trade. So I don't think he should be able to request a trade after I think I think if. You know, maybe, maybe you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Once you sign that, that big contract, that five year, 200 plus contract, or whatever it is, a five year contract, you shouldn't be allowed to uh, be moved just at your own, just at your own world. Actually, they shouldn't move you, period. I said
0: 25%. If you ask to be traded or get traded, you lose that from your contracts. And if they trade you, you get 20% more. So they have to keep you. I think that works for everybody. It stops this shifting of teams, I think that's way better for the league too. I have solved this problem and the league will not listen.
1: That's not that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad suggestion at all uh, because it's going to happen with Bradley Beal. It's going to happen sometime next year or the summer of 2023. He might just endure it for next year so it doesn't look as bad, but give it like a year and he's and he's going to request it. Again.
0: I think he can request it after February. I think it's after the trade deadline. I think he has to play for almost a season. but He can request it whenever.
1: It's whether no, they can I, actually do it.
0: Yeah, the yeah. contract, they can't trade him for a little while. I think he'll wait till they can actually trade him. Otherwise, he'll yeah, just
1: hate him. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was saying. Like, um, I think it's – I don't remember when it is. When you get traded – sorry, when you sign a new contract, there's a certain period. I don't, it, I don't remember if it's October or if it's February, but there is a period when you can actually be moved.
0: I think I have to get Big Daddy Bezos to call his bald brother Adam Silver and get him to change these rules. I think I gotta I gotta get on this, I think.
1: That's not happening. We'll see. I've got a lot of sway
0: I've got a lot of pull, Webb. Got a lot of pull (laughs) these days. I'm making moves. Big daddy. (laughs) That's gonna stick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's get to my favorite thing ever. Webb and I are going to do a cornerstone cornerstone franchise draft. Players we would take, we're gonna draft five names each. For the next five seasons, who we would want leading our teams. This can be any player in the league, but it has to be for the next five seasons. Taking into account injury history, age, performance, contract. Next five
1: years. The contract thing makes it a little spicy. Wait, what, what contract stipulation is that? Well, if aren't you're you getting... Signing, aren't you signing a player for five years? Or are you taking on the contract they have now?
0: Taking on the contract right now. So. If you take Kate Cunningham as a rookie, you get him on the rookie deal for four years. Whereas if you take on Giannis, he's got the Supermax. So there's some different things to look at, right? You got to consider those things, how your team will be built for the next five seasons.
1: Thanks for telling me this now instead of when uh, we brought this up initially.
0: Well, I assumed you were smart. I'm sorry for assuming wrong. That's my fault. Well, you said it was a draft.
1: Yeah, for the so next five seasons. You the after the draft.
0: For the next five seasons, what they've currently done. If you wanna if you want to disregard contract, we, that's fine with me. We can do that. If you aren't up to this challenge, that's your business. I'm fine to lower my standards <laughs> for you. That's fine. I mean, we can do it.
1: No, just ask for the help. I just, it's fine. I just, I just didn't know that. That would have been contracts nice are beginning. out.
0: Contracts are out. We will play to Webb because he needs help to beat me in any draft we do. So There's, no contracts are included. Just health, performance,
1: age. No, include include the contract. Include the contract. I just didn't know. I thought it was a little little sneaky that you did that, but that's okay. I adjust. I adapt. <laughs> okay,
0: next five seasons. Do you want the first pick or the second pick? I will give you the choice.
1: <laughs> Do I have another choice between the first or second? I'll take the second. You want the second pick? Yeah, give me a second. Okay, so here's
0: so I have the first pick. For the next five seasons. So John Morant has not gotten paid yet. And the other guy I'm considering has gotten paid. You're going to take Giannis.
1: No one believes that you're not going to take Giannis. Or Jokic. You're not taking John.
0: Giannis and Jokic are not the two guys I'm considering. Okay. So I'm looking at players' ages. Giannis is 27 years old. Jokic is also 27 years old. John Morant is 22. 23 to 28 sounds better to me than 27 to
1: 32. But you have to consider how those players play. It's probably much more likely Jaws suffers a more serious injury, regardless of his age, than Jokic or Giannis, just based on the way they play.
0: That is true. But I'm also getting him for much cheaper. I can, I can build around him for cheaper for a few years. With the first pick, of the franchise cornerstone draft. Give me... Coop Cooperson, like the last name.
1: Give me Ja Morant, first pick. Boom. All right. Prisoner of the moment, Coop. Thaw right.: no, into my Because a- <laughs> you, know, you know why I say that? Because a year ago, you wouldn't have taken Ja Morant, and he would have been on the same contract. It's 100%. I, taken, I agree. I would not have taken him
0: first a year ago. But yeah. I, unlike you, take into account what I'm watching right now. And this jaw explosion, I think, is real. I'm all in on Ja.
1: Yeah, you're impressionable. I told you that. But um I told you that. I tell you that every time. Sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh Yannis as my number two pick. He's twenty seven, hasn't even entered his prime based on you know NBA uh history. He's now gonna enter his prime. Uh I'll take on that big contract. You didn't say there was a salary cap, so I don't care about a contract. You didn't it's mention current, me. cur- current salary
0: cap rules, but that's fine if you wanna
1: you didn't mention um, that. Okay, sure. So, however, you want to get ahead. It's fine with me. I'm just saying we didn't we didn't set a cap. Uh, we don't because in five years we don't or the next over the next five years we don't know what the cap's going to be. So we can't really say it could spike in year three. So I can't really say okay. what it's going to be in 2025.
0: Giannis is a great pick. He was under consideration for me for my second pick. Excellent choice. He is the freak. He is a champion. Respect him very much. For my second pick, I'm debating between two guys, Jokic and Luka Doncic. Doncic is a little little younger. Jokic is so incredible. Give me Jokic with my second pick. 27 to 32, I can deal with that. He's the best passing big man ever. He's already gotten paid and he hasn't gotten fat. And I am not sure Luka will stay in the same same course. I think things might go downhill for Luca now that he's gotten paid some money. So my second pick, I'm taking Jokic.
1: Sounds good. Alright. My second pick, which is the fourth pick overall, um, give me uh Joel Embiid.
0: Excellent pick. Considered him. The only reason I did not take him was I'm scared about injuries with him. He's been very healthy the last couple of years. He's seven foot two or three. He's 27. I'm not sure how he's gonna be doing at 32. I had some concerns there, but he was number five on my board.
1: Yeah, well I'm so here's the thing. Like at age 32, I'm managing his minutes. So give me the first four years really a really good performance, and age 32, I gotta manage his minutes. I'll take it. It's just in his prime.
0: Oh, I, I agree. I'm just I just think if he suffers a knee injury or a back injury in two seasons, those next three might be terrible. I have some concerns about that. That's it though.
1: Maybe, but if Jaw suffers a knee, Injury. You have Derek Rose on your hands again, and you took him number one overall. Thank you for bringing
0: that up, putting that out in the air. That seems to <laughs> be the new Derek Rose. That was nice of you. <laughs> Just um, saying, the,
1: the trajectory would follow an, an MVP in his third year. I hope this doesn't happen to him, but if he gets a knee injury, who knows what he looks like?
0: You're a bad person. With the fifth pick in this draft and my third pick overall, I'm taking Luka Doncic. I think the challenge is too hot, too good. I got to keep him off the sweet tea and lemonade combinations i got to keep him in the gym. I've got to keep him out of nightclubs, out of Ibiza, Spain. I think I'll be okay. I think he'll be okay. Over the last, what, like 25 games, he's probably been a top three player in the league. He had 41 against Golden State last night, I think. He's playing out of his mind. Dallas is winning games. I think he has as much championship upside as anyone on this list. In two years, would you be shocked if Luca's is the MVP of the league? Would you be shocked by that?
1: No, but I think the media has been gunning for Luca to win the MVP for a long time, so nothing would shock me. Like that wouldn't shock me at all. It's no, a narrative would you be award. shocked if he, if he earned the award though, if he actually earned it in two years. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked, but I'd be surprised because I don't think I don't know if he's going to be better than Giannis performing in two years, or the guy that I'm going to take next in a couple of years, or uh, or or Embiid. Uh, it's it's soon. I think he can be in the conversation. I think Jokic will still be in the conversation. Oh, I'm
0: not saying he'll be the MVP. But I think in the next two to three years, I would not be shocked if he won an MVP or if he was in the conversation for MVP every year for the next five. I think he'll be, he's that kind of player. I believe in Luka. I believe in Luka a little less than Jokic and a little less than Jamarant. Who is your third pick, the sixth pick overall?
1: Yeah, so my third pick, um, I have... And just as, as a recap, um, John Morant is gone, Giannis is gone, Jokic is gone, Embiid is gone, Luka Doncic is gone, just so the listeners can follow. Uh, so I'm debating right now between a guy that I love. Actually, no, know It's not even a debate anymore. I'm going with LaMelo Ball. Oh, that's a overall. good pick. That's a good pick. I had him on my list too. That's a good pick. The guy that I said should have been taken over Anthony Edwards. said that to a lot of people, and they said, no, take Ant-Man. I said, okay. <laughs>
0: You were very high on him pre draft. You were a thousand percent right. I was not as high as him on the draft because I thought his dad would be way too involved. His dad has been out of the picture. I mean, publicly, he I'm, sure, I'm sure he's around, but he's been out of the public picture publicly. LaMelo is a superstar. Excellent pick by you. Huge, my little guy now. Okay, with my fourth pick, I have some thoughts. I'm debating between three or four guys. I think I want oh, this is a tough one. Could, let me
1: just. Let me just recap your team for you. You have, and I'm sure you know this, but for the listeners as well, you have Luka Doncic, um, John Morant, Nikola Jokic. If anyone gets those guys on their fantasy team, they're winning a league. For sure. But with the fourth pick, the cornerstone draft,
0: eighth pick of seventh pick overall, give me Evan Mobley. Center from Cleveland. I love Mobley. I think he is. An elite player. He can score off the dribble. He can shoot from the outside a little bit. He's a really strong defender already. I'm not saying he's Tim Duncan, but I'm seeing some similarities in how they play. He could be the next big fundamental. I I wish he was like two years older. I think the next year and a half might be not great for him, but I think the upside is so big with him. I'm taking Evan Mobley.
1: Yeah. All right. So that was pick. What was that? Seven?
0: Seven. Yes. That's how math works. So you're up with the eighth pick. A bunch of talent still on the board.
1: Oop, I'm, I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna put that in my back pocket for you later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so this is pick number eight. Just to recap, in no order, the players I've selected are Lamelo Ball, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and uh, Joel Embiid. Look, it wouldn't be fair or authentic of me to pass on this guy who I've. Oh, the top 15 player for the last two years.
0: Don't do it. Don't do it. This is a pity pick.
1: Give me the best shooting guard in the league, Devin Booker. Okay.
0: What made you take him? So Devin Booker, I considered him as 25 years old. He's on the Supermax. He got paid a lot of money, or the regular Max, not the Supermax yet. What made you take him over, say, Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, sga what put him above those guys to you
1: uh his ability to shoot from anywhere his killer mentality trey's i love trey and he's not off my board uh uh, it was trey's size um that kind of worried me book has a good five inches on him um i just think books when it came down to book and, and uh donovan mitchell it was close I think Donovan Mitchell has been really good. And I think I've even said to you, I think Donovan Mitchell has been better than Steph Curry this year. I don't think he's a better player, but like in terms of consistent performance, I like Donovan Mitchell better than Steph this year. Um, But I think that book is a little bit more of a, a, of a, of a a two guard than Donovan Mitchell. And uh, I really, I'm really high on him and he's the same age. We've had the Donovan Mitchell, sorry, the Devin Booker, Jason Tatum debate. I believe they're the same age um you said jason tatum's career has been much better i disagreed but uh, i like what i've seen with book more so give me Booker. Uh, book
0: tatum is 24 uh, sorry booker is 25 but i'm not sure about birthdays so they're probably the same year
1: oh, okay
0: yeah okay so but my last pick i'm debating between three names and i'm, I'm kind of torn actually so i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you the three guys i'm considering i'm gonna talk it out with you jason tatum 24 years old. Really great player, strong wing defender, can get to the basket. Good shooter. Very
1: very inefficient.
0: I I agreed. Anthony Davis, champion, injury prone, big contract, but unarguably, when healthy, a top five player in basketball. But he's not healthy a lot. And And the wild card. Exactly. It's tough. And the wild card and the oldest guy I'm thinking about is Kawhi Leonard, who I think, when healthy, is probably the best basketball player in the world. When you combine offense and defense, I love Kawhi. I hate off the court. He's... I think I would hate him day to day more than I hate Kyrie. Just the not talking about anything. But he has a torn ACL right now. Starts next season. I think he'll be 31. Do you think Kawhi ages
1: gracefully, Webb? Or is it really ugly? No, I think he ages gracefully. The, the torn ACL isn't what it was 15 years ago.
0: Um, it, it's not the ACL that worries me. It's the other injuries that will pile up with Kawhi at the time he'll take off. Mm.
1: I think every time Kawhi's on the court, you're going to get quality performance. The amount of performances is another question. But I think when he's on the court, you won't be disappointed. I agree with that. But how much is it going to be on the court is a gigantic concern for me. You know, you kind of know what's baked in the cake, as you say. You know, he's going to have a lot of influence from his uncle, a lot of micromanagement. You know he's going to take games off. He can't do back-to-backs. It's up, it's up to you as to whether you want to risk it. You know what the on-court performance is, and that's elite. It'd be 31 to 36. I think
0: he's he can get a new contract after the, after the season, correct? I think think he's eligible for a new
1: contract didn't he re-sign over this last year i don't think so did he okay
0: well if he already re-signed i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure Kawhi re-signed last year you could be correct there i could just not remember it Ugh, this is a tough one talent it's Kawhi or anthony davis age is jason tatum
1: yeah he signed he signed a three plus one for 176 million dollars last year
0: okay how much of that three plus one is he gonna play like two it's three years of Kawhi, elite three years of Kawhi better than five years of Jason Tatum or Anthony Davis, who probably only plays three or four too? It is. Give me Kawhi Leonard as my fifth pick in the cornerstone player draft.
1: Good pick. The fact that you were you were thinking about it showed me that showed the value of Kawhi. It's. I on. I thought about LeBron honestly for the next
0: three seasons. I was like, two or three years, he'll probably still be great. But yeah, Kawhi for Kawhi for three seasons. He's going to be amazing. Yeah, he's going to be great. Do you have a tough pick at five, or do you have someone clear you want? No, it's tough, man,
1: because now I have the rest of the NBA at my disposal. (laughs) So it's like the toughest pick, I think. So who are you debating? I'm I'm going to give you some names
0: I think you should consider, okay? These are guys I thought about. There was Tatum and Davis, obviously. Anthony Edwards, I think, is an interesting choice. One of those guys is on my list.
1: Out of the three
0: Kyrie Irving. No vaccine requirements. <laughs> we could be excellent. A different city without it's not New York. He's playing every game. Trey Young and R.J. Barrett. Definitely I think not R.J. Barrett. I think he could be great. Donovan Mitchell, Carl Anthony Towns. They're on my list. Deontay Murray and Zion.
1: Deontay is on my list. Shea is, is definitely not.
0: Shea Gibbs, Alexander and Jalen Green.
1: Uh, SGA, if we had more roster uh, spots, he'd be on my team. But for the fifth. No.
0: Okay, so that, those were the guys I considered for all these slots. Is there anyone I'm leaving out you think that needs to be under consideration?
1: Um, Paul George is in consideration. Like, not very heavily, but he's there. Um, Cade Cunningham is being considered. Over. But Kevin Durant. Yeah, he was – I definitely thought of him, but 30, what,
0: 9? He's turning 34 this year. He's already 33. I think before next, when next season
1: starts, he will be 34. Yeah, I, that that worries me with the injuries. Although it's a similar Kawhi thing, like on the on-court performance is going to be fantastic. Uh, James Harden's also on my list. As much as he pissed me off, I can't deny his talent and his his playmaking ability.
0: I never considered James Harden for a second.
1: <laughs> Not one second was I like maybe James Harden. I think he's a
0: franchise killer. He's going to win out <laughs> in eighteen months. No, thank you. <laughs> Not on my team, sir. <laughs>
1: um I'm trying to think about I I, I briefly considered Bradley Beal and I think Bradley Beal is a great player and I think a year or two ago we would have had Bradley Beal higher but he's been hurt a lot and he's kind of out of sight out of mind kind of thing so I think we've forgotten a little bit about Bradley Beal
0: I don't think I ever would have had him in this realm of player though I think he's been a very good player I'm never I'm not sure he's ever been one of the 12 best guys in the league
1: no but I think I think Beal's had seasons like what. Donovan Mitchells doing. Beals had great, has has had great seasons. I think it's just he's been on Washington so he's hasn't been in a lot of nationally televised games. Um hasn't won a lot. But he's made All the those
0: playoffs. all those Utah and prime time games. You're right. I forgot about those games.
1: The Jazz. But they but they, but, uh, but they've also had success, team success. So they've been at the top of the the, the standings. Washington's always like a bubble team. They're terrible. And Utah has Gobert, so they always get uh discussion they're always being discussed um yeah this is this is a tough decision for me uh i'll tell you who else was in consideration jimmy butler was in consideration briefly um sort of like a poor man's Kawhi, but, but can't shoot as well nearly as well um and isn't the defender that Kawhi is but he's a really good defender uh I think
0: Jimmy's a great second banana. I'm not sure you're ever going to be a championship team if he's your number one guy.
1: Yeah, but he wouldn't be my number one here, so that's what a number. It, I, my fifth pick, I don't mind taking him. That's what I mean. Okay. Um, Levine was considered, but I, then it, then he wasn't. Um, so I'll tell you right now who I'm who I'm considering: Donovan Mitchell. Good choice. Dejounte Murray. Ass. Um, Cade Cunningham and. That's really
0: it. So those are the three guys, the high, the, those are the three guys you're considering most right now
1: for five years. I I think Kate Cunningham can be incredible in two years. He's okay. a distant third, but he's not going to, you know, I love Anthony Davis. I think he's one of the best players in the league. One of the best big men we've had, but it's injury history, man. And kind of similar to, to James Harden. You don't know. Sorry. Harden's also on the list. Sorry. I forgot to mention him. Um, there's there's you a clear what? choice here. There's a clear choice. It's not. And you clear know to what me. it
0: is. You know what it is. It's not
1: clear to me. I'm li- I, okay now. I've narrowed it down between Harden and Donovan Mitchell, and I took out Dejounte because he doesn't he can't shoot as well as both of those guys, um, and he has a serious injury history. Um, Harden's age, man. Is what's freaking me out. He's what thirty-two this year. I believe so. Yeah, James okay. Harden is thirty-two right now,
0: and Donovan Mitchell is twenty-five. That's a big difference.
1: Yeah. No, actually, James Harden is probably turning thirty-three this year. So okay, give me, give me Mitchell. The guy I said is has been better this season than Steph Curry. Give me Donovan Mitchell. Good choice.
0: So I had the first pick. My choices were, in order, John Morant 1, Nikola Jokic 2, Luka Doncic 3, Evan Mobley 4, and Kawhi Leonard 5. It's a great cornerstone team. Corner, cornerstone team. Webb, do you want me to do your team or do you have it written down for yourself?
1: Yeah, I actually wrote it down this time. I'm
0: proud of you. Um, Go ahead.
1: Yeah, and I can say cornerstone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard word, all right? It's a hard word. <laughs> all right. So in order, I messed that up
0: three times today, by the way. I've said it wrong like every time I've said it. And pathetic. I chose the name. Of the, I chose the name.
1: Pathetic. At least you can no. laugh at yourself. Um, okay. I do it a lot. <laughs> so I had the second pick. took Giannis. Fourth pick, I took Joel Embiid. Sixth pick, I took LaMelo Ball. The eighth pick, Devin Booker. And the tenth pick, uh, Donovan Mitchell.
0: Excellent That's draft. Nice. I think it was a good choice by you. Every pick, besides Devin Booker, really good choices. Really good. I thought you were going to take Trey Young, but Devin Booker took your bad, bad player slot, so I respect that very much that you did that. Good Get for you. You're
1: the worst. That's
0: what I do. Okay, everybody, we'll be back next week breaking down all the action from the NFL Combine. I have my eye on it like crazy. Uh, Chris Olave is blowing things up right now. And Desmond Ritter to the Colts, please, in round two. I am begging you, Chris Ballard. Please don't let me down.
1: All right. i I've, I've seen that. I think there were, what, 40 players who had sub 4-4 um, 40-yard dashes yesterday? Or this week, I
0: should say. So the last night was the first night of the running. There was nine wide receivers that ran under 4-4. Uh, originally, NFL Network had a guy, uh, Thornton, run a four two one. And that got adjusted at like four three six, so these clocks were terrible yesterday when they first were announced. Twitter was Twitter was blowing up, and then everything came down a little bit. But Chris Olave, crazy fast. Alec Pierce from Cincinnati, crazy fast. I am all in on this. I I love the combine so much. It's terrible for me. I love
1: it. And what's what's Chris Johnson's record or John Ross? Whoever, John Ross's record. record
0: is four two two. Chris Johnson oh, okay. ran four two four. Okay. john Ross obviously had the illustrious career in cincinnati isn't he, he still in games. the league though he's still in the league i thought the rams signed him honestly he's still I in heard- the league someone signed him last year
1: i heard his name recently this is uh not important he was on new york giants
0: last and they had no receivers and he couldn't play that's awful yeah wow yeah before the draft before the combine he was looked at as like a second-round guy. Then he ran the 4-2-2, and he got taken ninth overall. And that did not work out well for Cincinnati. Top yeah. Tough break, guys. Tough break. Everybody, please go follow us on Twitter, at RookieVenoms. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts. Get Big Daddy Bezos off my back. Wow. Webb, how much combine are you going to watch this weekend?
1: Uh, there's a lot of sports going on this weekend, so I'll try to watch. I'll try to watch a lot couple
0: hours that is not a lot it's seven hours a day you were a failure
1: thank you everybody for listening
0: (laughs) have a great night